y'all. Welcome back to Parley Paul with Liv and Kai. Um, this week we have a ton of Saturday games. So we're going to be looking at two of the Saturday games, uh, the Sunday night game and the Thursday night game. And we're not recapping any bets from last week because I didn't have a voice last week. So therefore we didn't have an episode last week. Um, so let's go ahead and get started, diving right into the Thursday night game, Jaguars at Jets. Spread, New York is favored by one and a half. Uh, over under is 36. And I think this is one of those games that like was put on Thursday night because, you know, they're like, oh, two irrelevant teams, we're just going to shove them to Thursday night. But this could actually be a really good game because the Jaguars are like kind of on a roll. Um... They've won three of their last four. They're still in the playoff race. They need to win to stay in it. They're a game behind Tennessee for the division lead. And then you've got the Jets on the other side who are also still in it. Um, they're one game behind Miami for the final wildcard spot. They haven't been in the playoffs in 11 years. So this is a big game um, for both teams. And... I do think we're going to see a very good game. Um, Trevor Lawrence has been everything and more that people hoped Trevor Lawrence would be. He had a really kind of rocky first half of the season. And then since week nine, he's had 14 touchdowns and one interception. So he's been looking great in the second half. He's been kind of leading the Jags to some of these bigger, more marquee wins. Um, I think the biggest concern for them, they don't have their left tackle, Cam Robinson. Um, he's out with a meniscus tear. And he's a really big part. Um, he's a really big part of their, of their um, offensive line. And I mean... The Jags, their their defense is not their defense is not quite up to par with let's say like the Jets. The Jets have, I mean, we've been talking about it all year. Their offense has gone through like a lot of changes, but their defense has been rock solid. Third fewest yards allowed per game, fourth fewest points allowed per game. Um, their defense is really really solid, and I think. The Jets' defense matched with the Jags' offense is going to be kind of the matchup that, that determined this, this one-and-a-half-point spread. I think it's going to come down to how Zach Wilson plays. Um, Mike White's not cleared yet, so Wilson's getting his second start. Um, he did not look good last week. Um, two touchdowns, one interception, four sacks. So the protection around Zach Wilson is not phenomenal. Um, I'm just going to go with this prediction. It's just we're going to base it off vibes. <laughs> um, and the Jags are trending up and the Jets are trending down. And I think, you know, this is kind of a – a point in the season where the Jags know they need to win and they're they're 
they've got everything clicking right now and the Jets are kind of in a big hullabaloo with their quarterback situation. Um, I did see that Zach Wilson got like his entire O-line, like these motorized scooters um, for Christmas. I don't really... I don't really know what they're going to use it for. Like, they're not, like, they're really weird looking. Um, so, I don't know if that really bought any rapport <laughs> with the O-line for them. Uh, but, but yeah, we'll see. But I'm going to take the Jags money line in this one. Uh, moving on, Saturday, we have the Lions at the Panthers. Um, that's an early Saturday game. This is another big, just, like, trendy game because the Lions are on a roll and the Panthers are not. <laughs> um, they lost to the Steelers. The Panthers lost to the Steelers. Their longest, uh, rush was five yards. And that's... Honestly, I mean, the Steelers' defense isn't great, so I don't know how I don't know how the Panthers couldn't string together more than five yards in a rush. But um, that being said, they are a rush first team. And so what we kind of saw with the Steelers is they took away they took away the rush. Um, in all of Carolina's wins, um, they have rushed the ball for at least 145 yards. In the grand scheme of things, in terms of league-wide, they're kind of middle of the pack when it comes to the rush. Um, but they don't pass the ball at all. Um, little, little to none. They run the ball more than any other team in the league in the last three weeks. So that being said, they really have a one-sided offense, which is going to play well for the Detroit defense, who they also kind of started off kind of meh. Um, in recent weeks, their rush defense has looked really good. Overall this year, it's kind of sucked. They have the second most rushing touchdowns given up in the league. But if we look at the last three weeks, um, the last three, four weeks, they've really been trending in a good direction. They're on a three-game win streak. Um, I kind of count the game against the Bills four weeks ago. I kind of count that as a win um, because they played the Bills very, very close. Um, last week, they struggled um, with the Jets' defense. They still got the win. Uh, tw- I think it was tw- I think it was twenty to seventeen. Um, Jared Goff had a good game, solid game, 252 yards, um, one touchdown. He's just been, he hasn't had like a phenomenal breakout, oh my God, Jared Goff is insane kind of game. He's just had, he's been solid. He's been consistent. He's been solid. Um, which is a lot more than what we can say of the Panthers, all that being said, I think on paper, the Lions, it, a no-brainer. Like, so I don't understand how Vegas came up with the two-and-a-half-point line. Um, 
lines are only favored by two and a half, and that seems a little bit absurd to me, uh, just given how well they've been playing and given how poorly the Panthers have been playing. So that that confuses me um, a lot. And then the over-under is 43 and a half, which also confuses me because the Panthers essentially have no offense. Like, if you can stop the rush for the Panthers, like, they're not going to get more than maybe 10 points a game. Um, hi, Kyla. What do you think? She just jumped up in my lap. She just ate her, her food, so she's got a chicken breath. <laughs> hi, honey. Um... Anyway, yeah, so I I would for sure take the under in this game because I just, you do, you do agree, yes? Perfect. Thank you for your, thank you for your consensus. Can you sit down now? Yeah. Um, yeah, the under is what I'm going to go with in this game because Carolina, Carolina doesn't have an offense. So I can see this going maybe 28 to 10 Lions. Um, so I would hammer the under for this. I, 28 to 10, like I think the Lions, I would take alternative spread Lions six and a half instead of two and a half. Um, because I just, I don't see a world in which the Panthers uh, – come even remotely close to winning this game. All right, Saturday afternoon, um, the Commanders at the 49ers. Uh, 49ers are seven-point favorites. Over-under is 38. 49ers um, have seven straight wins. They're looking Real good. They beat the Seahawks last week, so that won them the NFC West. Um, in that game, they allowed just 70 rushing yards. So their defense was on point in that game. Um, so there have been some questions surrounding um, Brock Purdy. He was limited in practice um, on Wednesday. He suffered some rib injuries um, a couple of weeks ago, and so he's still kind of dealing with that. But everything that I've seen shows no indication that he will not play on Saturday. So I'm going with the fact that Purdy is going to play. That's kind of the assumption that I'm operating under right now, um, which he – He's been he's been doing really well for the 49ers. Um, I mean, of course, he's also got crazy weapons around him. He's got Christian McCaffrey, 11th most rushing yards in the league. Um, he's got Brandon Ayuk, 7th most receiving touchdowns in the league. And then the 49ers' defense has been so much fun to watch. Um, fourth fewest passing touchdowns, fourth fewest passing yards per attempt. They really know how to stop the pass. 
Um, I think really looking at it from top to bottom, the 49ers are one of the most well-rounded teams in the league right now. Um, Washington had a stretch where they looked really good. Um, they won six of seven, um, but then the Giants came in, and I don't know what it is about the Commanders and the Giants, but they just don't play well together. <laughs> um, they tied the first time, and then the Commanders lost, I think, 20 to 12, I think was last week's score. Um, I I think the Commanders are going to struggle big time against the 49ers defense. The whole team is kind of just the, – the team is in the process of being sold. So that's got to be kind of a weird mind trip for the players. Like their front office isn't really invested in the team. They're just like, okay, let's – we're going to sell the team. Um so I feel like that's got to have some kind of an effect on the way they play um, because that is something that is being talked about within the organization. I don't know that's like I don't know for a fact if it affects how they play, but I'm gonna I'm gonna imagine that it does. And um, Taylor Heineke and the commanders really just don't have the strength to match up with the 49er defense. Um, Jahan Dotson is Heineke's favorite touchdown target. Um, you know, if they're if they're in the red zone, it's if you got him covered, then you should be pretty good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm saying this is an easy, easy 49ers by seven. I'm not sure where I want to go with this over under 38 points um I'm gonna go I'm gonna go over I'm gonna tentatively take the over on that but um I don't think the 49ers will have a problem at all um and I think their defense will absolutely light up uh the commander's offense Last one, Sunday night, Bucks at Cardinals. Holy crap. Uh, this is going to be um, an uh, interesting game. I don't know if it's interesting good or interesting bad yet. Um, I think it's just going to be more comical than anything. <laughs> um, the Bucks are seven and a half point favorites over under is 40 and Trace McSorley is starting for Arizona. Uh, he has never started in an NFL game ever. Um, and the two times that he came in, uh, maybe it was three times, he has one touchdown and two interceptions. Colt McCoy, uh, is out with possible concussion for Arizona. That's kind of where we're at with that. But um, Trace McSorley. So I mean, the Bucks defense is meh. the 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 Bucks whole team is just like 
mediocre, you know? And the Cardinals have, have looked absolutely terrible. <laughs> um, I would take the over on this. Cardinals don't really have a defense. Um, Bucks don't have a phenomenal defense. Uh, I I just think it's going to come down to what Trace McSorley looks like. I think everybody is just kind of like, uh, okay, Cardinals, like you do that. Um, <laughs> like you're going from Colt McCoy to Trace McSorley and um, I just don't know what to expect. I don't know what to expect, but my hunch is that it's really not going to be pretty for the Cardinals. <laughs> and, uh, that's kind of what we're, what we're rolling with. Uh, seven and a half. I don't know. The Bucks have looked really bad. Um, Tom Brady has just given up on everything. I mean, he, he kind of kind of blew it with basically his whole life and Giselle and all that. But um, he hasn't looked good either. So I don't know. I'm going to take the Bucks by – yeah, you know what? Let's go with the seven and a half. I don't know. I don't know what Trace McSorley is going to look like. So I think this one is just kind of one of those let's just be safe. <laughs> um, with this one and it should be fun to see what McSorley looks like alright now it is time for Kyla's pick left hand is Jags, right hand is um, Jets oh right, she went to the right Kyla is taking the Jets over the Jaguars on Thursday night football and that'll do it for episode seven of Curly Paw. I hope everybody has a very, very Merry Christmas and uh, I'll see y'all before New Year's. So happy holidays, have fun, be safe. See you next week. Mm -hmm.